MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. What up, party people? It's Tuesday night at the South Points. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. It's VEASAN's primetime action. Glad you could hang with us tonight. Double header in the NHL. The Stanley Cup Conference semifinals face off. Lightning and Panthers in moments. Blues and Avalanche later. And the NBA, not only game one of the Eastern Conference Series with some drama pregame down in Miami, but also the, uh, the NBA draft lottery. We are sitting at an 8.30 Eastern tip-off here between the Celtics and the Heat. We're looking at about four and a half right now in favor of the Heat. And you say, wait a minute, this was at a point and a half or two points. Wait a minute. It was. However, not one, but two different Boston Celtics that have played a significant role at one point or another throughout the course of this series will be out tonight. No Al Horford. And no Marcus Smart for the Boston Celtics tonight. I am actually hoping this news reaches the masses a little bit further here over the next 90 minutes. And I get a a number that I think the reaction has gone too far the other direction. I'm looking for a Celtics 6. If that were to pop, I would be taking a Celtics 6. Young Gill has the heat minus 2. We could both win if I could get mm-hmm. a six. I am on the Heat uh, a few different ways. I played them in the first half, and then I played full, full game as well. 
Uh, mainly just a rest differential thing here. And I, I, I had a feeling Marcus Smart was probably going to be out for this. Uh, but, yeah, bet them that way. But, Matt, I hear you. I've been, I've been thinking the same thing ever since this was announced. I have no problems coming in on the Celtics live at, like, plus eight, something like that. I think that could be a get home as well. So I'm heat pregame here, but uh, I will look in-game. I would have no problem adding something on the Celtics. Al Horford is a health protocol. A health protocol for which, the Al. For which the Al we Horford. assume – though we shouldn't, is COVID. <laughs> we, we do. Yeah. Uh, you know what they t- say about assuming. Face off right now. The Tampa Bay Lightning. The Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers are minus 160 home favorites over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Plus 140 on the Lightning. And as we have seen here with these, uh, with these playoffs, goals in abundance. And so the total in this one, Gil, six and a half. There is a seven out there as well. SEC hockey. In this one, yes. We are we are finally getting people going. Hey, there's there's a lot of scoring in these playoffs here. Let's uh let's bump that thing up a whole goal, which is what they did. And then at 9:30 Eastern, 6:30 Pacific, we have the St. Louis Blues and the Colorado Avalanche. The Avalanche are minus 230 home favorites over the Blues, plus 185 on the road underdog. Another Six and a half, and you can find a juiced seven if you wanted to play the under out there. So the the days of the five and a halves, no longer, no longer in the in the hockey. So hey, it's my kind of hockey anyway. I like I like hockey the totals now flirting with being higher than baseball. <laughs> My baseball totals. Yeah. <laughs> so betting the over that's too. The world we've come to. We got we got the tickets and money up right now. Everybody's betting the over still. Doesn't matter. Six and a half over. Here in a few minutes, Yankees and Orioles, Jamison Tyon, Spencer Watkins, the Yankees, minus 240 road favorites over the Orioles, plus 195 if you want the home underdog, eight and a half. Your total, uh, 707 Mariners and the Jays. The Mariners are going with Logan Gilbert, who has been awesome. The Jays with Jose Barrios. Minus 145 on the Jays and Barrios, plus 125 on Gilbert and the Mariners. Eight is your total. If you wanted to play Gilbert strictly based off of how he has played so far this year, I would not blame you one bit as a 125 underdog there. 710 Eastern Astros and Red Sox, Jose Arquiti, Nate Eovaldi, Eovaldi, and the Red Sox are minus 125 home favorites. You're getting plus 105 on the Astros on the road as underdogs, and you have a total of nine in that one. 710 Eastern. White Sox and Royals, Davis Martin versus Brady Singer. This is about a coin flip, slightly shaded towards the Royals as home favorites. Eight and a half, your total. 740 Eastern Pirates and Cubs, JT Brubaker and Keegan Thompson. Keegan Thompson and the Cubs, minus 145 home favorites, plus 125 on Brubaker and the Pirates on the road as underdogs, eight is your total. 740 Eastern Braves and Brewers, Tucker Davidson and Adrian Hauser. Tucker Davidson could also be a, a golfer. He could. Oh, like, yeah. like Tucker, Tucker Davidson. Davidson yes. Lived his whole yes. life on a country Like uh, I'll play. take a top 20 on Tucker Davidson at plus 210. <laughs> that, or, that sounds or right. Yes. That sounds yeah, right. That, Tucker sure. most anything. T- yes. Tucker. Yeah, it's mainly Tucker. Yeah. yeah. Tucker, David, <laughs> Tucker Davidson and the Braves are – uh, slight underdogs to Adrian Hauser and the Brewers. It's about a coin flip. 115 for the Brewers, 105 on the Braves. Eight and a half is your total. 
8.05 Eastern Angels and Rangers, Reed Detmers and Taylor Hearn. Of course, Reed Detmers, last time we saw him, was throwing a no-hitter for the Angels with just two strikeouts. Got it done. No-hitter with just two strikeouts. Efficient. Minus 130 for Detmers and the Angels, plus 110 for Hearn and the Rangers. Nine, a flat nine is your total. 8.40 Eastern, the Giants and the Rockies. Rodon just decided he's not he was not going to win the Cy Young for me last I'm night. Sorry about yeah, that, man. That was that was that was about it. That was about it. Uh, Alex Cobb on the hill for the Giants. He's a minus one fifty five favorite. Cool in the Rockies are plus one thirty five at home as underdogs. And guys, I understand it is in Denver. We have an eleven total. Mm, well, we have an eleven total. Wow, eleven. Mm. Uh, Nine forty Eastern. Twins and the A's. Dylan Bundy for the Twins. James Caprillion for the A's. This is about a coin flip. Slightly favored to the A's at home at minus 115. A flat seven is your total there. And then the final first pitch of the evening, 10-10 Eastern. The Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. You've got Merrill Kelly. you got Tyler Anderson. Anderson and the Dodgers are minus 195. Home favorites over the Diamondbacks. Merrill Kelly's been very, very good, actually, for this Diamondbacks team. Plus 165 for him. Seven and a half is the total. And uh, Reed Detmer's trying to become Johnny Vandermeer tonight. The only person to ever throw consecutive no-hitters. Johnny Vandermeer. You knew that, Kelly, right? Johnny Vandermeer. Oh, of course, yeah. Sure. He's like my fourth favorite pitcher of all time. <laughs> Who's third? I'm going to say one of the first <laughs> five hitters gets a hit tonight. One of the first five? Yes. Yeah, one of the first five hitters gets a hit tonight. Uh, there some it is. some off the field off the field baseball news today and not good news. Right-hander Matt Harvey suspended 60 games for distributing a drug of abuse under MLB's drug program. The league announced today uh, Harvey currently with the Orioles at the team's extended spring training facility in Sarasota, Florida, said in February that he provided oxycodone to the late Los Angeles Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs. So, Matt Harvey, 60-game suspension. And then former Bears running back Tariq Cohen, now a free agent, uh, not only apparently suffered an injury during a training session, uh, being live-streamed on his Instagram account. Uh, He was released by the Bears in March. But I can tell you with 100% certainty as the physician of Achilles tendon ruptures, that he absolutely ruptured his Achilles. Oh, that's terrible. I didn't want to watch it. I didn't even want to watch it. So I saw the link and I'm like, nope, I'm good. The snap is textbook. Ugh. And that's that's tough to see, which is which is by the way, reason number one, probably why you shouldn't probably stream your workouts on Instagram just in case something like that happens. Yeah, I don't I don't get that part, but yeah. Yeah. Like just record it and and put the good stuff up later. Oh, uh, it's just, awful. I mean, if you're a free agent, like you want the teams to see the good stuff. Don't live, don't don't do it live. It's horrible to see. Free uh, so I guess it is It is COVID now, being called COVID with Hor- Horford. Horford. Okay. Uh, with his clock starting today, he's likely to miss game two and yeah. potentially game three. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is the Celtics have come out and said they are unsure if he exposed any teammates. Oh, boy. At a morning shoot-around. So, oopsie poopsie. Oopsie poopsie. I did, I, by the way, I did take a heat plus 135 on the news of, of him going out with health protocol for the series as well. Didn't get the best price. Got the minus two earlier before I knew the news. Got the plus 135 on the series after hearing about the, the health protocols because that is a telltale sign of, or at least as we know it to be, that's more than a game. So yep. that last part that you just added, I hadn't even factored in. Yeah, that, that's, that's ungood. By yeah. the way, it just was, as a basketball fan, what a crappy way that would be. I was be about to, I mean, to, I know. To, to end a conference final, you know, decision, if you will. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to 
like, I mean, it, it sucks. It does. But the Celtics can be fine without Al Horford. Well, but, yes, if he can be. gets anybody else. I was about to say, like, our big thing is, you know, he was at shoot-around. Hopefully, you know, wasn't breathing in anybody's mouth or anything. But, it, you know. would, it, it would just be – it would be terrible. Like, when are we going to go over this crap? You know what I mean? Like, if it affected it like that – And may I just point this out as well? Weren't they the unvaxxed team that needed to win on the final day to play the Nets mm. so that they wouldn't go to Toronto and not have players because they're unvaxxed in Toronto? That. I want to point that out as well. That. The plot thickens. <sighs> Free agent running back Philip Lindsay signing a one-year deal with the Colts. That's a maybe an interesting move. Sure. You know, sure. little 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 change of pace guy there for uh – for the yeah. team, I don't mind. I, I, where was he at last year? The Texans. Speaking of the Texans, he was one of the seven <laughs> running backs. <laughs> they they, had, they had forty-eight. Yeah, the running Houston backs running backs. Yeah. The next, the next notes for uh, just this is from Matt. Matt. I was just about, yeah, I was just just about to intro it that way. <laughs> and in huge global soccer news, uh, Paris Saint Germain, which we know as PSG, uh, they've given up on keeping Kylian Mbappe at the club next season. Expect the forward to announce a move to Real Madrid imminently. Sources tell ESPN. By the way, there was another bit of international soccer news. The, uh, the MLS playbook appears, there is a report that Messi, Lionel Messi, may, may end up with the Miami franchise in 2023 as a player and 35% owner. How about that, Mr. South Florida, Kelly Bidlin? There you go. That, I like the move. That would be... You know, look, this has happened in the U.S. before. Beckham, Rooney, the list goes on and on. But this would be the biggest of the bunch uh, internationally to come play. So what, does Beckham already need to sell off a piece of the team? Is that that's what's going on? He's already, he's already no, bleeding like, money? You know, it's just that, no, I'm saying they have, like, great, they have huge, oh, you're saying his stake in the ownership? Yeah, yeah, oh, back, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if that's part of it or not. But imagine, that would be fun for uh, South Florida for sure. All right, we'll come back. NBA prop watch tonight in a much altered Celtics heat game tonight coming up. It's Feeson's primetime action. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, 
Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Next few months going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel will have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals, Andy McNeil, who'll join us a little later tonight. Breaking down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. Lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. The full VEASAN experience includes daily best bets emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. Cost is only $59. 75-56 Canadian or one new desk chair. <laughs> to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com. Slash spring. How about that clip with you, uh, you and Daniele going out at it, uh, mano a mano on the shoes, getting a lot of views yesterday. You know, you know, she, she still never said what the shoe. W- we still don't know. We still have no idea. Mystery. Like uh, I thought, maybe at some point she would explain it in the threat. Never. No, no. no. So, someone else asked on Twitter the question I had, uh, which was, where, 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 "Where's the other one at? Would you just have one hanging in a shoebox?" I don't know. Got a lot of interaction, though. We, we, we did, but I, I mean, the mystery is still there. I it's guess still we'll there. ask, you know, when we have her on again, and, and maybe she'll reveal. Maybe it'll be the big reveal. That's how we tease it, Kelly, like a week in advance. <laughs> we, we say, like, Danielle reveals why the, where the shoe came Coming from. Coming up eight shows it. from today, Danielle Alvari <laughs> reveals the origin of that shoe. I am very excited. I mentioned Andy McNeil will be on the show later. Talk hockey. He will. Rick Gaiman on the PGA Championship, Southern Hills. 
48 hours, less than 48 hours away. Can't wait. And Drew Dinsick will join us uh, momentarily to talk both NBA and whatever else under the sun we want to talk about. PGA, tennis, Preakness. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. I know. It's on the rundown. I'm like, Preakness? It's, it's like... <laughs> Kelly's like, we should probably ask about the Preakness. <laughs> well, we had a bottle. I'm like, well, he was at the Derby. Might as well ask him about yeah. the Preakness. All right. It is one of those things, though, where it's like that horse killed horse racing. Killed, killed horse Until, racing for for a whole year. Yeah, for a whole for yeah. a whole year. One, it killed it because nobody won any money on the horse. I feel like they're running. in the first place. I feel like they're running from something. You know, no, like they they no one won any money on the horse. Nope. So like it kind of like it kind of fizzled out anyway because no one like bets the horse that gets in thirty hours before the race, like whatever. So no one won. And now with the no triple crown. Could no one could care about a horse? Like could possibly has care anybody, less about this horse? Has anybody interviewed the horse and gotten his thoughts on this? Yeah, he's probably like, "Hey, man, I want to race. Right, I want to go for history." Just be like Richard, Richard Strike. Can I have a word with you? I want to be in the <laughs> books, man. Uh, where's Ron at? You go to his room. You go to his <laughs> stall. He's got posters of Secretariat all over the thing, and he's got all this stuff. He just wants to be, you know, he just wants to be one of the greatest of all time. And and the trainers are not going to let him. I gonna let him. Let's get flatter on the horn. I'm sure he'll be willing. Um, by the way, you have NFL, you have NBA draft lottery fever, and the draft lottery in twenty minutes. Uh, in, excuse me, in forty minutes, half hour before uh, the ball game tonight. And let me just say this: my annual NBA draft lottery comment. We don't get to see the actual part, which precedes how the envelopes get into the slots that they get into. Are we supposed to trust these people? Yeah, I don't know. I always look forward to who's going to have that number one pick, though, because like you said, like you said, you know, I don't really believe in the in the odds that we see every really. time. I mean, there are like, odds. W- what narrative do we want to build? So I say that, and then today I decided because I'm a complete dork to go down this rabbit hill, a rabbit hill, rabbit hole of also rabbit <laughs> well, hill. Just he, he, he rabbit hill. hill. Oh, oh, you climbed hill. the hill and then no, went down no, the other I went side. Down rabbit yeah, hill. Went down I slid down it. Yeah, you got to go down the other side. But it's like point. this whole mathematical thing. They like do a thousand and one combinations. They put one to the side. It's like by the time I got through the second paragraph, I was like, never mind. Just put the envelope. I mean, who's there. the, there's a team that has what, 0.5%? That's correct. Right? I don't even remember who it is. But yeah, yeah I was typing those up last and I'm like, really? Like, who, Why? And do you, the, do and you know the, how to get people to watch this? How do you get people to watch it? The final four teams, and then they each pick a representative, and then there's an like they actually compete for the I number knew, one. I knew this pick. was going to result like, in like some play, kind of, shoot free throws, like for kick it? field goals, or, like or, kick or, field goals, man. What, what if it was like? <laughs> what if it was like that? You there's so you have a choice, Kelly. You, like you have a choice, oh, man. Right? All right? There's <laughs> a minute on the clock. Yeah, and there are ten chosen spots on the court that you can shoot from, and whoever gets the it's most amount of all-star points. skills challenge, yeah, essentially, okay. or yeah. something like that, and then, and then that's how you get the the number one overall pick or something like that. That would be more fun than this. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I'm all fun for it, man. If they had a, a paper rock scissors like like competition, <laughs> you know, I'm all for it. There's uh, by the way, real quick. Here are the percentages of uh, ping pong balls we're supposed to believe uh, that everybody has a chance to win the NBA draft lottery. Remember. They changed this after the year that the Phoenix Suns drafted DeAndre Ayton. That was the last true tankapalooza year where 25% of the ping pong balls went to the single worst team. And because, you know, tankapalooza happened and was happening, they changed it. So the worst three teams get 14%. The fourth worst team gets 12.5%. By the way, the big loser already, the Lakers, they will not have a pick. They convey it no matter what. 
So we'll see. We'll see how it shapes up. And then what's the prize? Who's the number one pick? Do you think Chet Holmgren is the I wouldn't pick him first. He's the He weighs a buck fifty. He's the okay, maybe He's the more. consensus number one. Come on. Stop it. Anyway. As far as tonight's game, it's NBA Prop Watch. Now we got separate graphics going here, Kelly, because we have to, right? Well, there, you know, before about an hour ago, there was a lot for each team, so yeah. we broke them out into two separate graphics. So, so we're start with all the Celtics players that are available. <laughs> so in case you missed it, there's no Marcus Smart tonight, midfoot sprain. That was kind of expected. Al Horford, though, health protocols not expected out. So Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Grant Williams, Tatum twenty-seven and a half, Brown twenty-three and a half, and Grant Williams off his career performance of 27 points on seven threes in game seven against the Bucks, eight and a half. I played, Kelly's going to be like, oh, thanks for saying I was going to say, oh, did you? I played Jalen yeah, Brown over five and a half rebounds. Um, <laughs> Just threw that in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because you're like, remember when I asked y'all for L's bets and plays and no, stuff? Like I do like, every day. And, yeah, you yeah. Didn't, and you didn't say, I played Jalen Brown over five and a half rebounds. Uh, a couple different reasons here. Obviously, the Horford news is uh, I would have. You know, I would expect there to be a few more rebounds to go around for this Celtics team. And then two, the more I thought about it, and, and it could go, you know, this this is just a this is just a theory that could certainly go south rapidly. But the Heat have been known to have spurts, even in games where they win and even games they play well. There have been spurts in games where they cannot throw it in the ocean. And, there, and it yeah. creates tons of rebounds for the opposing team where they will have eight straight possessions of just clanking up bricks like left and right or whatever. And so I, I with with no Horford out there, Brown's going to have to play. I mean, he's already playing extended minutes as it is anyway. May have to play even more minutes as it is. Um, so I, I took the over on rebounds. with him. It's kind of the thing we talk about, Kelly, a lot of times here. When we talk about rebounding specifically, not necessarily points, but just the, the, the opportunity that these mm -hmm. guys are going to get. And so what – that creates with no smart with no Horford and Jalen Brown's going to just have to be more aggressive on the glass as it is, you know? And so I am, I am doing a little bit of gut betting sure. here where I typically like to do more, you know, analytical and, you know, numbers to back it up type thing. But it is a, a situation in which two guys are, are not going to be out there. And I feel like the, he's going to have to kind of step it up in, in all aspects, not only from a shooting perspective, but, He's gonna have to attack the glass as well. Yeah, I mean this. I mean we're talking about two of the top defensive teams all year, all all year long, with different, multiple different ways that they can play defense in this series and match up with each other. So, I, you're right, Matt. I mean, as far as I expect, we're gonna see more smalls versus smalls as this series goes on, which means you're gonna have guards getting more rebounds than they normally would. I think that makes sense. Um, now, I mean, tonight would it surprise me maybe if Miami throws some more Dwayne Dedman in there to just test the bigs in, in, yeah. in the lack thereof on the on the Boston side? No, that wouldn't surprise me tonight. Uh, but I think as this series goes on, we're gonna end up seeing more small ball versus small ball on both sides. I think that's how both teams would prefer to play this. And you've got guys 
you know, like, like like Bam, like Al Horford, like Robert Williams, that can guard out on the perimeter. They don't have to worry about really small smalls or bigs. Just who's your best five guys? Get them out on the court. So I think that's fine. I I do have one prop play as well, um, and it is it is more of a gut gut play too, Matt. It's I just went Jimmy Butler over points uh, over twenty three and a half is what I was able to mm. get last night. I think it's over twenty four and a half or twenty five and a half half most places right now. But the uh, uh, I just frankly, there the struggles from Tyler Hero, and like you've talked about, he, he's really been the only guy who's been con- able to yeah. consistently score for this Miami team. Yes, reset, new series, completely new matchups that you're going to have to look at. That will be affected. I don't expect Jimmy Butler to be as effective this series, but guess what? You're also lowering his prop number by about five points because it's a new series. Outside of Butler, if I was going to play, well, maybe outside of Butler and, and Bam. If I was going to play any of those other guys, Hero, Struess, Oladipo, PJ, any of those guys, I'd play an alt point total. If I was playing an over, I'd play an alt point total because, like, they don't ever creep like creep over these numbers. It's like one they either they either blow past it or they're just woefully under. So. And, and who it would be for me would be Struess or Oladipo. Yeah, I think we're going to wake up at the end of this series and we're all going to say Jimmy Butler is the most underrated superstar in the NBA, and I think that's going to be the story of this whole series. We'll come back. Drew Densick will join us. We'll talk NBA and beyond with him next. Beeson's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on Beeson, the sports betting network. Answer the call of cash with DraftKings Connect to Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in this nine-part prediction pool series and take your shot at grabbing a share of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Verizon now to join the action. Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. It's Gil, Matt, and Kelly, ladies and gentlemen. We welcome on the show. The host, the co-host of not one but two podcasts, NBC Sports Bet the Edge, which he does with Sarah Perlman, and Dinsick Classic, the deep dive podcast with his buddy Andy Molitor, at whale underscore cappers, where you can follow him on Twitter. It's Drew Dinsick. How you doing again, Drew? I'm doing well. Uh, obviously, uh, most excited about seeing this Eastern Conference playoffs tip off here shortly, and uh, now I just got to avoid the uh, the dreaded CLV kiss of death with the news that the Celtics are going to be without uh, some key players, notably Smart and Horford in this one. Uh, also good news for the Heat. That's going a little bit less uh, widely reported. Struess available, P.J. Tucker available. So you've seen the market uh, uh, do a precipitous uh, shift in favor of the Heat on the back of that news. Um, I honestly don't even really know if this is a big enough shift. Uh, you know, the Celtics are going to have their two most important players on the floor and Tatum and Brown. But um, this was obviously a late breaking story. I don't think this was well known at all until, um, you know, rel- later in the day. And so this upsets their preparation, you know, what the the game plan uh, and uh, just the overall uh, mindset of the team right now. Um, you know, I think you have to wonder if there are, you know, concerns swirling uh, within that locker room about who's going to be available for game two and game three in this series um, because of the COVID potential, you know, spread with uh, uh, Horford getting popped today. So it's uh, uh, it's not great right now to be a Celtics backer. I'll tell you that much. And um, I'm hopeful that he can hang on and get a win here. I think the series price has not shifted enough for the potential of game two yeah. having some missing bodies as well. 
Um, and I think uh, realistically, this throws quite a monkey wrench in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I mean, you, you've answered everything I was going to ask. I mean, because because it was really beyond Game One that I was going to get to, which is the Horford thing is kind of scary, right? Because not you know not not we hope everybody's going to be okay. We assume everybody's going to be okay. Not in that way. I mean, scary for just the sport of basketball here because again, Al Horford, as we know with these things could be more than one game, probably will be more than one game if, in fact, he has tested positive. And then there's the notion, and I just mentioned it a couple segments ago, which is remember the last game of the regular season, the Bucks checkmating the Celtics. Now, that ended up working out for the Celtics with a Game 7 in the conference semifinals. But remember the reason that the Celtics had to win that game, to play the Nets, ultimately, on the final day of the regular season, was because if they lost, they would have to go to Toronto with a couple unvaxxed players, and they wouldn't be able to play those guys in the postseason. And Al Horford and Jalen Brown, best we can investigate, would be those two players. So who knows if this, and we're just speculating, right? But we're, we come from a betting standpoint, and we're always looking for some sort of edge. That It pushed me to a Miami series bet when I found that out. I mean, would you recommend that for people here? It's still plus money. I mean, to me, you look for anything you can get. That, to me, was enough to push me over the edge. I I mean, I had preconceived conviction on Miami. I wouldn't say if you have it on the Celtics that that would do that. But if you if you are in the heat camp, wouldn't you make that bet now? I mean, there's more, more reasons than that <laughs> to for make sure. that bet. For sure, that's what I'm saying. But this, um, this sort of should put you over but the as top. But as a foundational nugget, yeah, of course, uh, Jalen Brown... I think is still unvaccinated from what I can tell you and the likelihood that he's perfectly available for the next, uh, you know, the next two games. I have questions. Um, I, I believe Horford ultimately did get vaccinated, but was not boosted, which is why he's being tested the way he is, which is why they caught this. Cause I heard there were no symptoms. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that, uh, you know, we are still in a time where these guys, you know, they, they, they are, playing in close, close enough proximity indoors, um, you know, in an environment where, you know, the likelihood that the spread will, you know, at least hit a couple other players on this team is non-zero. Um, and so for those reasons, if you're going to, spe- you know, if the heat do what they're supposed to do tonight, minus 200 favorites, you know, we're selling, we're saying that there's, uh, you know, two thirty, you know, 67% ish chance that, uh, the heat ultimately win tonight. Um, well, that's, fair in my mind and if it's fair then them being plus money on the series line when it reopens after game one is zero percent um you know so this you know you have a 60 percent chance that there's already going to be a flip in the line uh between games one and two and um i think realistically if if players are missing for game two and you see another miami uh minus four and a half minus 200 money line type of situation um you know the fact that this series went off at plus 120 or whatever it is right now is going to look pretty silly Jordan Alvarez with his 12th major league leading Ooh. home run up there for the for the Astros taking early lead on the Red Sox. Uh, Drew, let's look at the uh, the game tomorrow. We got the Mavericks and the Warriors right now. Five pretty much across where there's one rogue four and a half out there on the Warriors. Two fourteen and a half is the prevailing total in this one. I mean, we know 
what Luca can do. Everybody, we've been asking. Everyone on television's been speculating. I'll ask you, what do you think the Warriors are going to do to try to slow him down? Or do they just understand they're probably not going to be able to slow him down and try to figure out other ways just to make sure that the supporting cast isn't what ends up beating you? What is? What do you think the Warriors are thinking right now as they head into what is just, I mean, this guy is, is what he's doing on the basketball court right now is un- unbelievable. Yeah, uh, I think plan A is going to be trap force anyone else to beat you. Um, if they let Luca run amok, then they are asking for trouble, and they know that. Uh, I think they learned that the hard way throughout the balance of the regular season and the matchups where they were relatively at full strength. The Mavericks had an exceptional level of success against this Warriors uh, defense, which otherwise was pretty outstanding this year. So um, I would expect that uh, that the, there is you know two man you know, commitments to keep Luca from driving and from being able to find a matchup that he prefers. Um, and that, uh, in general, the Warriors are going to have to go relatively small ball. I don't see it. You know, you saw over the balance of the Memphis series, it pivoted to, they needed more Kevon Looney on the floor. And that actually worked out quite well for the Warriors playing a little bit bigger. I think they go hard the opposite direction in this series. And we see a lot of the small ball lineup with uh, Draymond green at center. And honestly, if you want to just circle that matchup of how does Draymond green do when he's assigned Luca, uh, in this series, that's probably going to give you most of the outcomes, uh, um, and if Green is having a, you know the series of his life defensively uh, and can make life miserable for Luca, then the Warriors probably win this. And if it's the other way around and Green gets played off the floor, um, then uh, you know Dallas is is advancing to their first conference finals in a while. So um, their their first uh, their first NBA finals in a while. So it's it's a um, uh, it's a fascinating question about how exactly they'll try to, to get it done, but. Um, I don't really know that it's possible, frankly. Um, I'm not sure who the right Luka stopper is defensively in the NBA right now. Uh, he's performing at a level we haven't seen uh, and a type of player with the usage that we haven't seen in a really long time. Um, and he's enormous. <laughs> he, frankly, he's not, there's no physical matchup that you can realistically uh, expect to, you know, truly limit him with, um, you know, and, and so I, I guess, you know, they, they may not have a choice at some point. Luca, you know, is going to get whatever he gets in this series. And, you know, that if any other contributor steps up and, you know, he'd be at Brunson or uh, Maxi Kleba or, you know, or Davis, Davis Bertans or, you know, Finney Smith or whoever, um, you know, you just, you, they're going to need a couple of those guys to have some standout performances over the balance of this series, because overall the, uh, you know, the, the team that the Warriors have out there is better from A to Z, but, um, you know, I think Luca definitely elevates this team to where they have to give, be given serious consideration to advance. And, um, you know, realistically, I don't think you can, you don't have, I don't think you have to rush to get involved with the Mavericks in this series because, you know, the game one, uh, a lot of situational advantages exist for the Warriors. Uh, most notably, they, you know, the question you asked, what is their plan A going to be and will it work? Um, you know, I think realistically, the uh, the war, you know the Mavericks have a tough ask on their hands to get an early win in this series. But the further we go into the series, I think the balance tips more in favor of uh, Luca and the Mavericks. Drew, we have uh, 45 seconds left. And I just want to let you in on the rundown that Kelly puts together here. And it says, Drew joins us to preview the Celtics and the Heat and the Mavs of the Warriors. Plus, I guess we should ask him about the Preakness. I don't know what, <laughs> what's, what that's all about. Yeah. <laughs> hey, who's at the Derby? Did, did you talk to, to Richard Strike? Did, did, he, did he let you know he didn't want to race in this race? 
<laughs> so the Preakness takes place in Baltimore, Maryland. There I don't you know go. if you guys knew that. <clears throat> that's some information for you. Uh, hard break. You know, that's, that's some big breaking news for you. Um, it is a much smaller field than the Kentucky Derby. It is a much faster race. It is a shorter race. Uh, it's basically a sprint. Um, and the fact that Rich Strike is in the, is not in the field does not matter, really. He was not going to be a factor in this race, even if they decided to push him to see if he could somehow weirdly win uh, a triple crown. It wasn't going to happen. Uh, most of the um, enthusiasm is kind of around the five horse in early voting because uh, he's kind of on the same path as cloud computing where, you know, he's coming in uh, rested and ready for this one. Um, so I think uh, early voting at five to one is going to be pretty tasty as far as a fixed odds price. He bet you he goes off closer to three to one. Kelly, I apologize. Drew answered that fabulously. I, I, was gonna, <laughs> I got no trust in Drew. Come I on. was going to ask about golf. I was going to just that two weeks ago. Wow. Well done, Drew. Enjoy the game tonight, man. Hey, yeah, you guys as well. Best of luck. Drew Densick, everybody, at whale underscore capper. Don't throw anything at him. He's got an answer. We'll come back. A little NBA draft lottery talk next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. 
I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime, Gil, Matt, Kelly. 14 ping pong balls numbered 1 through 14 will be placed in a lottery machine. There are 1,001 possible combinations when four balls are drawn out of 14 without regard to their order of selection. Before the lottery, 1,000 of those 1,001 combos will be assigned to the 14 participating lottery teams. It's good. It goes on for paragraphs like this. Here's what you need to know. We don't get to see any of it, and even if we did, we wouldn't understand what's happening. We but should anyway, spend the whole segment talking about what we could do to make it better. Well, we got tweets on this. Certainly, anything other than what they actually do is, the, is, is, is one answer. This is from Jason H11. I love how Matt conveniently ignored Gilly saying, like kicking field goals? That's <laughs> before. Uh, Martin, when is Matt marrying Danielle? Heat Blues tonight. All kinds of random. I don't think that's going to happen. All kinds of random tweets about the show. Uh, Appreciate all the feedback from everybody. People want, people want to know if they should middle their heat bets tonight. They yeah, we got, we got a tweet a about our, our, our pre-show tweet with the PGA Championship odds being very different. I was insulted a little bit at first, and then no. I went to go check DraftKings, and the guy's absolutely right. I cannot believe how much shifting these have done today. You've got Scheffler and Rory at 12-1, to Spieth and Rom at 14-1, to so Rory's been bet. Spieth and Rom 14, Hovland, eight, Hovland and JT 18-1, to and then Morikawa and Shoffley and Matsuyama 20-1. to how many bets do y'all have currently? Like five or six. Already, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All I got is Scheffler. Without diving I'm into the tournament. Straight up Scheffler. Every which way. Anyway. I, I like seeing Matsuyama at 20 to 1, though, because it's considering I bet him at 50 to 1 on Saturday night. I'm trying to find the best Astros win the World Series to take a prize right Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was He's yelling very, at Matt. During if anyone's Matt wondering why I've been very quiet, I'm trying to find the best. The drawing process occurs in the following manner. All 14 balls are placed in the lottery machine, and then they're mixed for 20 seconds, and the first ball is removed. The remaining balls are mixed in the lottery machine for another 10 seconds, and then the second ball is drawn. Well, yeah, you can't, you know, you can't have the guy spot one of the lottery balls know what it is, right? So you got to mix them again. Same uh, four teams that are at the bottom this year are the same four teams that were at the bottom last year, just in a different order. Rockets, Magic, Pistons, and OKC. OKC with the incrementally smaller percentage of ping pong balls to try to get the number one pick. And the question becomes, question becomes, who do you draft if you have number one? Chet Holmgren, the two-dimensional when he turns in a certain direction. You can't see him for a moment. <laughs> two-dimensional Gonzaga star. Jabari Smith is the short shot at DraftKings from Auburn. big man from Auburn. Paolo Banquero, plus 380 from Duke. Jaden Ivey. 
40 to 1. But I can remember what, what was the tournament game where I'm like, where Jaden Ivey was so bad where you were like, this is a lottery pick? Oh, like, remember, you didn't, you didn't like Cade Cunningham last year, and he, he he came on. That's correct. He came on. We did. You yeah, are, you are absolutely correct. He did not he have came, a good tournament. He no, came on. That is for sure. Uh, so maybe Chet Holmgren eats a few cheeseburgers, and you know, yeah. after he gets I, I still think it's Chet. I actually do think it's Chet. I understand what you're saying, Gil, but it, the, the guy still shoots 40% from three, seven feet tall, and what, averaged four blocks a game last year or something like that. It's just... I, you just don't get that type of type of player very often, and that's what like this is. These guys are role players of the future in the okay, NBA. Okay, there you go. You know what I mean? We don't have a superstar in this draft, and that's okay. As long yeah. as you couch it like that, I'm okay with that. That's all this is. Sure, yeah, I'll take him on my team, just not with the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, there's just not that guy. I mean, Paolo Boncaro is great, but like he he can't shoot a three ball, so like I'm not picking him number one. I mean, he, he might end up being the best player in this entire draft, but. I, I think he shot sub thirty percent in college from three. Like I can't take him number one. Better than Ben Simmons. <laughs> okay, that's true. But you know those top two guys could at least be strong role players for teams of the future. Think about this. I went on a numbers game this morning. I went through about eight different drafts with like these bust picks. Yeah, where they you know teams picked a player and then there's like four Hall of Famers they passed up on. This is such an inexact science. You would think it would be more of an exact science in the NBA than it is in the NFL, but it's amazing how they can botch this, too, at the top of a draft. Yeah, I mean, everybody's, ho- everybody's hoping these top two guys can be Jaron Jackson Jr. That's, what, that's essentially what we're talking about, Gil. <laughs> if, these, if you could be Jaron Jackson Jr. and spread the floor offensively and play defense for us down low, great. That's, that, that's what your, your, your purpose will be in the NBA. Yeah, that, by the way, that Jaron Jackson draft turned out to be, or at least at this point, right, we're too too early to call. But at least at this point, looks like a pretty darn good NBA draft, you know. I'm going to go down with Narrative Street, though. I'm going to say the Rockets win the lottery tonight, though, so they can add whoever, whichever one of these guys they want and then actually be kind of an interesting team to watch next year. Okay. In the biggest TV market of those four? I mean, definitely bigger than Oklahoma City. Is Houston bigger than Detroit? I don't know. I believe it is. Now, you can bet on the number one pick in the draft. The draft is not till June 23rd. <laughs> yes. You can bet on that. There's nothing to bet on in the lottery tonight, right? No, like, there's nobody's, no. Nobody's no, like... Not. I'm just making predictions. As I'm seeing lottery balls floating behind your head in the sports book. Yeah. By the way, that 2018 NBA draft that featured uh, Jaron Jackson, who you just brought up, that was the last Tankapalooza draft where, where the Suns lost their last 27 games against non-tanking teams. And that ended up being DeAndre Ayton 1, Luka 3 by trade. Remember, right. that he was third to Atlanta. Jaron Jackson was fourth to Memphis. Trey was fifth to Dallas. The Luka and Trey trade happened. You remember who number two was? No. Marvin Bagley Jr. Oh, excuse me, Marvin Bagley yeah. third. Pardon me. Went to the Sacramento. Yeah, the uh, uh, DeAndre Ayton's going to the Pistons, according to Twitter today. So that pi- the, the uh, Pistons can't get the number one pick. So that's the speculation of how, how great would Kate Cunningham and DeAndre Ayton be together. So that's narrative. Street says the Rockets win win the lottery tonight. If you believe that happens, and there is speculation about DeAndre Ayton being the the guy that Phoenix decides not to pay in the end, what do you think that does to the Phoenix Suns window? Does it shut it? I don't know. See, here, here's here's my thing. Do I think DeAndre Ayton can 
can be a great center in this league? Yes. Is he right now, Matt? No, he's not. He's still a youngster that has a lot to a lot to develop. And apparently with attitude problems. And apparently with there's there is something going on behind the scenes there. I don't know if it's him and Monty, uh Chris Paul and Monty, Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, but they there we learned that in game seven. There's something going on there in Phoenix. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see him leave town. It would it would it would be it would be something to let a young guy like that go, uh, but I don't. I don't know how to answer that. Your original question, Gil. I don't know. I don't think we know enough about DeAndre Ayton yet to make that kind of assessment that he's going to be a star player for a decade to care, come. I don't care what he's going to do with anybody else. But what I'm saying in this current iteration of the Phoenix Suns, knowing what he means to that team, and he does mean a lot. Yeah. You remove him. Doesn't that effectively close their window? I kind of think it does. I think it's enough to do so. Probably. Yeah. Because you got to look around the rest of the West too. Yeah. Right? I mean, you have Cl- you have the Clippers with stars returning next year. The Warriors, obviously, that look very different than they did a year ago. Denver Nuggets, who will have guys back next year. Because if you remove Aiton, you your that aspect of your game just goes out the window, and all of a sudden you become like a poor man's Warriors. Yeah. No, you're right. We already decided the Pelicans are winning the West next year. Right. The Pelicans. Forgot about the Pelicans. The Pelicans, who most likely will have the Lakers pick conveyed to them tonight, they may be the big winner tonight, depending on where they land. Because if you've got Zion, if you have Zion coming back and you get a top pick, that actually might move a betting market. Like, you know how we say, like, the NFL draft doesn't really move a betting market? Like, maybe if Green Bay hadn't drafted a wide receiver, it might have moved them backwards. But other than that, the draft really doesn't move it. If the Pelicans ended up with a top pick, and top by top I mean one of those top four picks, I could see them getting bets tonight. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we could we could talk about it that way. I don't really think there's, I mean, the Spurs are maybe the only other team on there. I mean, sure, the Hornets are the Cavs, but there's... A combined 1.5% of them right. winning it tonight. But that that would be the one team. I mean, because there's nobody else up there who's like a piece away. Not not that the Pelicans are a piece away from winning at all, but they're certainly a piece away from being a, yeah, I agree. a contender. A contender, yeah. for sure. I agree, because I, yeah. I don't think you could even include the Spurs in nope. that conversation either. Nope. So you've got, a, you've got a, a decent, solid, stick him out there every night, center in Valanchunas. Zion comes back. You got McCollum Ingram, and if you were to add a like you're saying a top four or five pick, yeah. I mean to go along with some of these super young guys, Alvarado, Jackson Hayes, like all these guys that we kind of were talking to Herbert Jones, all these guys that we thought were, yeah. were were improving over the course of the season, like that they could I be mean, an interesting team. Just a reminder: Herbert Jones, by all advanced analytics, the best perimeter defender in the NBA this season. And everybody learned about him finally, like in the playoffs. Should be interesting, at least from that standpoint, should be interesting. That draft lottery gets underway here momentarily. Of course, we don't get to see how the envelopes end up in those positions, but that's a whole other story. We'll come back. We'll update all the scores in baseball. We'll be joined as well by Rick Gaiman. Talk some golf with him. PGA Week. It's Beeson's Primetime Action. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.